and welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, here to bring you another episode. Uh, and with me today is Liz. Hey. And we have a special guest. Somehow, he hasn't got tired of me yet. Uh, Dwayne is back again. Woo-hoo! Hello. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Um, as you can tell, uh, this will be the last episode for this year. Uh, our other two hosts were not able to join us. Uh, one due to some uh, work ethics, and the other one, um, the other one, just simply doesn't like talking to people from the north. So, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, the, only the important people are here, anyways. Uh, that's true. <laughs> exactly. That's the way I see it, right? <laughs> That is true. That is true. So, Dwayne, how how's things been? Let's catch up a little bit. Oh, I mean, I think you know, much like everybody in 2020, it's been a fantastic year. We've all got traveled. <laughs> I've uh, <laughs> I've got to see the world and hang out with people. Um, I try and kiss uh, people in the mouth as much as possible, and um, touch as many people as humanly as humanly possible. And you know, no masks, no. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's, you know what, uh, all things considered, not too bad. It's been, uh, like most people, I'm sure, you know, it's been rough, but uh, trying to keep a, keep a positive spin on things. And um, I've become very, very, very uh, familiar with the inside of my condo. I know all the nooks and crannies, so I'll take that <laughs> as a You did course. a deep clean, is that what I'm understanding? You did a we deep did... clean. <laughs> well, you know what, I, I, this is sort of a, a tale out of a story out of school, but um, we kind of did uh, some in the sort of in the early stages of pandemic, um, what I like to call March the fifty third. Uh, <laughs> we had a we had a flood in the house, so technically, oh, yeah, I guess I guess we did we did have a deep clean. Oh wow! Oh, shit. <laughs> so. I have a quick question because both the times I've come on, it's just been an intimate chat with me and Jesus. And I've listened to some of the podcasts since you've come back, but uh, I have to say I haven't heard all of them. Liz, were you part of the, I remember way, way, way back when uh, Jesus had my our, my ex-co-host Manuel on the show, there were, <laughs> there was a bunch of you guys, there was a bunch of you guys. And I think, Liz, were you part of that original group? Or are you new to the crew? What's the... From my own understanding, at least, I guess. Part of the original, when he first started way, way back, before he had done guest, and he didn't really, sorry, Jesus, he didn't really ask us to be on there at the time. And this is, I think he took off on that spiel um, a couple years later, actually, inviting people, guests, and stuff like that. But I've always been around. I've been in the background. Um, uh, Not necessarily on the guest ones. I was in the very first ones of the convoluted cast. um, Right. Back what? What did we say, Jesus? About four years ago? Uh, yeah, roughly that. It's it's getting to four years now. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so I was there part of the beginning, and then he did a lapse, and we he was doing his own little thing and and doing guest tri- places and all that. So I I've just coming back on essentially. Nice. My life has been been taking us in different paths for a bit. So ah, it's, you know what? Uh, it's it's always cool when. You sort of kind of dis- you know you kind of do go your own way. You come back and it's it's neat now. I think a lot of people are just like, hey, I, I'd like to connect with these people. I'd like this person back in my life. I don't want these people in my life. So it's, it's kind of cool, but it's very nice <laughs> well, to meet you. 
Nice to meet you too. Oh, hey, Susan, I've always hung out. You know, I just wasn't on uh, his podcast at the time. Right. Because when he did it with you and uh, Manuel. But yeah, yeah. no, I've yeah, always been you know around. It, it's probably for the best that you weren't on when Manuel was on. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can file restraining orders cross um, border, but uh, it's probably not the way to go. <laughs> I don't know if there's such thing as that. Hmm. If there's a will, Jesus, there's a way. Um, like yourself, for the most part, I've been, uh, I've been trying to stay sane. Um, been just in my own little quote bubble, uh, my work bubble and my right. home bubble. That's kind of about it. Um, I've always been a homebody, so I really personally wasn't that affected. Um, right. The, yeah, the only thing that I think was affected for me personally was my ability to kind of just enjoy uh, eating out with friends and going to the cinema. Those were like my big two outdoorsy kind of festivities. Besides a couple other things, but those are like the big two. Uh, yeah. And, but I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, and I've been trying to, uh, like, like you said, connect with people. I've been trying to stay connected with uh, a lot of the, the guests that I've been more acquainted with that I kind of talk on a, on a weekly to bi-weekly basis and just kind of talk and see how everyone's done. I think, I think, uh, early, early pandemic time, like end of March, early April, I was kind of like, I think I hit you and everyone else up, um, to kind of just check in with people and see how things were doing. Um, because those were, those were some interesting times for the beginning of the year. Um, because actually, you know, since this is the kind of the final episode for this year, we can kind of go over a little bit and see how the year, uh, kind of has gone through because for the most part, a lot, for a lot of people, including myself, 2020 was kind of like the, supposed to be the golden year for a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, myself included, I was like, okay, this is the year I was going to go hard on this show and two other projects, but, um, uh, how about for uh, for you two? What was what was twenty twenty supposed to look like in your minds in the beginning of the year? Well, you, you can go first. You're oh, the guest. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, you know what? Honestly, the beginning of the it was it was uh, one of the things that I had planned this year. Two of the actually, we'll go. Well, one of the things I had planned this year was to try and get as healthy as possible because I had sort of dropped. Um, I'd sort of gained a little bit of weight over the last, say, five years or so that I was kind of trying to get rid of. And I kind of made it a focus to sort of try and lose uh, that weight. So in one sense, the pandemic helped in that regard because it gave me something to focus on uh, during all this sort of craziness uh, that was going on around us. Like just make sure you're moving in some way every day. Um, I'm sure it would have been a, a little bit it just sort of worked in the before times, as we like to call it. Um, so, I hope you guys didn't hear that. Um, able to keep my eye on, like, keep my eye on the prize in terms of in terms of that. Um, and then the other, I just wanted to keep drawing and see if I could maybe try and build that into something. And uh, so we're back. All right, uh, that ended just in the nick of time. So Liz, how, how was your 2020 supposed to look like in your mind? 2020, um, I was along the mini and the fact that I try and really work towards my goal of losing weight. I was doing really well for a bit and then 2020 happened and uh, 
didn't quite happen to me too. I went the opposite because I'm more of a gym girl. I like to be in the gym because I'm, I'm a physical body. Because uh, if I get home, I have the home. Um, right. And that's what happened. But, you know, I was able to focus on other things. Like I was able to focus on changing my daughter's last name. So that gave me time to do that. So that was definitely a positive and up for me. Um, and just the little things. I was able to take care of myself a little bit more and getting my appointments done and all that stuff. So this is, I have not taken away the completely negative. I'm upset that, you know, I have been able to see all my friends and hang out with them. But, you know, this is a good thing probably. So I can kind of go, okay, well, I need to focus on the more other aspects of my life. And that's okay. And that's okay with me. I'm happy to be a part of this pandemic. I was, you know, be still be able to work in the front lines and um, help with other people along the way too. So I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm not, I'm not thrilled either, but yeah, take some, lose some. There's always yeah. next year. I, I think. Uh, so, so. Yeah. What do we, I know Jesus, you ended up building the shed for your, for your soon to be. It's a man cave. Get that right. This is soon to be podcast empire. <laughs> uh, soon, soon to be. I have like a few other works in the process. Uh, we can talk afterwards a little bit. I yeah. have a few propositions for you. But anyways, well, um, oh my god, I'm a married man. Jesus, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but um, but no, yeah. Um, I think for for myself, 2020 kind of ruined a huge thing for me. I'm a little bit upset. Uh, for one thing in particular was me and one of my other cousins, we we planned a huge European trip. Um, and uh, we were it was going to be a two week trip to London, like the whole like we're going to go watch <gasps> one of the soccer games down there. <laughs> Who are we going to go see? There. Uh, yeah. um, I personally am not a big soccer fan, but I was going to enjoy the festivities. My cousin is a huge fan, so I was okay. just going to join him to see. But um, uh so uh, as much as you would, I, I would love to talk soccer with you. I can <laughs> tell you that I I enjoy the sport for what it is. Uh, but yeah, we had a whole like two week London trip plan to go some cuisine, some sports, some art, and just kind of see the sights. And that kind of got completely ruined. We were supposed uh, to go to Ireland this year. this year. We didn't get to Ireland. Yeah, I was. I was actually. I was supposed to go back to India for my uh, friend's wedding. Um, and same thing. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it sounds like all of us have within the states. It hasn't stopped mm-hmm. me traveling. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's local. That's locally. You know. um, I don't think a lot of countries will allow, uh, at least for you, uh, for Liz and uh, me, to leave the, to enter their countries at the moment. Well, just to do just. Weeks, I'll have my second dose, and then I will be able to fly wherever I can please. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Look, you guys wanted a wall. You got a wall. You just can't leave the country now. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, a different kind of wall. <laughs> yes, uh, let's. Uh, the, the, that was that was the, that was a goal. That, that was a goal for the entire time. Yeah. The invisible wall that no one saw coming. <laughs> uh, that was the true goal. And look, I. You know what? I the one thing I have to say though, like you can, if you think back to 2019, that's actually, 18, that's actually pretty funny. That might be true. Fuck. I really don't want to go back to th- 2008. It was a pretty shitty year for me. So. Well, I, I'm not saying. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying go back. But what I mean more so is that I think the one thing, ironically, everyone would have said like, "What would you want more of in the next couple of years?" And everyone would be like, "I need time. I feel like I'm always on the go. I would like some time to just like chill out and relax." And then we got the time, and we're like, "Whoa, this is not what we meant. This was total monkey paw." 
situational. <laughs> I want time. <laughs> so I guess yeah. we got to be careful what we wish for. <laughs> That's true. But, but Liz, did I did I hear you? Did I hear you have dose number one? Is that what you said? Yes, I did. I got it Ooh. actually yesterday. Wow! Yes. Congratulations. She is now. Thanks. She is. I had yeah, some family. She's one of the lucky few you know, to be. Leave to it, you know. Okay. It's it's one of those things. It's one of those things that interesting interests me is that I for I I never would have thought that you would know an anti-vaxer and that that baffles me because when you think of people who are super paranoid and they think it's like your your on your family member uh, like no like it's these are just weird people on the internet but then you hear things like oh one of my cousin's sisters an anti-vaxxer <laughs> like what are they fucking stupid that's yeah, my that's I my think, opinion uh, i i think that is the other negative side on the the whole 2020 um the whole we saw you know, people's true colors that's what it is it exactly really is. right it is you started to see you started to see which one of your family members was you know insert insert issue issue here and you were like oh this is gonna make things tough <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. well you didn't have to worry about during the holidays well, you didn't have to worry about the holidays. You had to stay quarantined. Well, that's a funny part. I have to, I'm seeing the family member next week. I fly out next week to see that family member. This is going to be a quite an awkward uh, Christmas, end of 2020 oh, that, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it, oh. it's going to fit the well. motif then, right? At least for the year. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. I was just, I was kind of upset with a person who ratted me out oh. to the other family, um, just because um, it's like they almost took whatever question that was coming their way and redirecting it the other direction towards me. And that was not, that's what it felt like in essence, because um, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. I love them to death. Uh, I've died for them, whatever. But I also don't want, I just... It really made me respectably see the world, um, how my family would treat me. What happens if I had gotten close? Because I am a frontline. Would they tell me not to be intubated? Would they not believe that this is real? And I'm dying on the table that they'll be fine with it? That's what, I guess, upsets me with the family revoking the idea of me getting the vaccine. They think that I should be just figuring my immune system to figure it out on its own. So, no, well, thank you. You know, a little so, bit of honey... Honey and hot water will take care of everything. I know, and a little uh, lavender and nah. essence to go with it too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and then whispers and kittens and everything else. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, so. I, 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 it's funny. You're right. Oh, first of all, you know, uh, thank you for the frontline stuff. Like, uh, I don't know what it is you do, but that's it, it's. I'm a pharmacy a technician, so well, there you I. Go. Yeah, I'm right there giving your medic, you know, getting your medication list if you get admitted into the hospital. Hey man, you know? I, I'm 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 asthmatic and I have to go get my puffers every month. And I see my pharmacist, and he's a he's a stand up dude. So I I appreciate all the work and all the availability that you know everybody has, including the guy at Walmart who helps me out with stuff. Um, <laughs> it's it's tough. It's scary and it's tough and it's it's makes things even harder when somebody comes up to you and says, "Oh, there might be a there might be a way to there might be a way to be safer, but you shouldn't do it." <laughs> but exactly. still be out. But still be out there. I yeah, still need I, my I, frosted plate. 
<laughs> exactly. You know, that's that that's his job. You know, my job's the other end. You know, we're both frontliners, right. and yeah. I think I think it's just it it really makes a lot of perspective of what, what people think uh, about this. And I have family members who are just willy nilly going to restaurants and eating, and it's like, and then you know, it was funny because I had a family member their grandchildren were getting it. These are my other family members too, and they got it. They were quarantined. But as soon as my other my immediate family had to come in contact with it, they're like, Hold up, don't put them in the risk too. Get them out of there. I was like, But you're willy nilly about the family members getting going to restaurants and going and having your family completely with it, like in your like almost like arm length family right there getting it and you're just going hmm, it's okay it's fine not everybody's gonna survive this though you know i have a, a family mem- uh family member's friend's cousin 33 years old oh. literally trying to live with covid and i'm still trying to fathom that like how if i was that was me what if that was me would that my family member not take care of me where they want me to die under the fact that, you know, I can't breathe. Yes, that's, that's what they're what saying. Upsets. That's basically what's upsetting to me is like, they don't, they don't take it seriously enough. Yeah, I see it strong. too much, too often. I was training somebody this past week and for the sh- uh, my shift that I do on opposite of the emergency room. And this person's like, how much longer we got an actively dying patient here? I love it. And then we were in the COVID Wait. unit. Yeah. Wait, well, that's what the they're saying in a COVID unit, they were like, "Yeah, we have an actively dying person right now. Could you? How long? How long are you gonna be?" Wait, that was like in that, in that that tone of voice. In that exactly, well, not in that exact moment tone. You could hear the panic. Like, you could hear the panic, but okay. they were trying to keep okay, the calm like, at the same okay, time. Okay, because that's like, and damn, we're that's, finishing that's, up. That's, we're almost out of here. Okay, okay, that's uh, okay. That's more like, oh shit, they get no shits whatsoever in that tone. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. they no, no. I'm just, I guess I, I was. I was. I shouldn't have yeah, expressed it yeah. more differently, but for remember, me, we're, we're an, remember, we're an, yeah, we're we're an audio podcast, so <laughs> I shouldn't have expressed it more. It was, but so, it was that you know, like that deep concern and that panic. But they're no, at the same time, they yes. have to be keeping calm. This is a nurse. This is their job. You know, they're, this is what they're trained to do. So yeah, I I, I was watching something on True. TV yesterday. I was watching something on TV yesterday where they sort of brought up the idea of this thing, even if we get, you know, we're going to get our vaccines and hopefully everybody who gets it is fine and it's okay. Uh, though I kind of do hope, Liz, that you get some sort of superpower from it. But, you know, that's just me. I, yeah, that's uh, what I'm rooting for, man. Yeah, I'm so. Three minds, dude. I'd be like, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. I thinking about. <laughs> I, look, 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 I don't know if you want to read minds. Already finding out people's true colors is too depressing enough. But I'm saying like, I hope, you know, the thing is once the vaccine comes out and hopefully everybody takes it and this, you know, it, it, it works out and blah, blah, blah. Everybody, but, remember, we still have the anti-vaxxers out there. Oh yeah, yeah, don't worry. Darwinism will take care of them. But what I'm saying yeah, is I more know, of like, <laughs> I'm saying more of just like the true sort of, the true sort of cost of this thing may come in terms of the healthcare industry. I mean, you're going to see probably a lot of like doctors, nurses, especially decide that maybe this isn't for them, you know, or people who are going to become doctors deciding that the the burnout is, or the burnout is real. And in a place where it's becoming crazy that people are like science is an option as opposed to something to be believed. 
do you want to go through that? You, do you want to be, you know, you're going to have to have, you're going to have to need people with real thick skin who want to come and do that kind of work. I agree. Cause right? I don't and, think this is going to be the end of it. This is, we're going to no, see more. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, I, like I, I said, I had this is Darwin's and I'm at its finest, and it's going to continue. We're going to see more of this. Yeah. We are way, our Earth is way capacitated. As, as much as I hate to say it, but it's true. We're waning out the week. I am. I mean, back I, in 1918, and think about the bubonic plague. Think about all that stuff. I mean, <laughs> we had to, we had to wean ourselves out. Besides war, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'm for, I'm for the stupid dying. So let them go. So anyone wants to find you in the comments, go for it. Hey, 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 hey! Some of the, some of the, some of our best stupid are our funniest people. I can't allow funny to die. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with them on that one too. Never mind. <laughs> okay. You're gonna if, if stupid if stupid people die, we're gonna. What the hell is Tom Bergeron going to do? Because America's Funniest Home Videos is going to get canceled. Ridiculousness <laughs> is going to get canceled. YouTube as an industry is going to go to hell. We need stupid people. <laughs> well, maybe they can do it for the cell or something. Not too, <laughs> too comfortable with anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work them like slaves. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> We're getting, into, we're getting the dicey territory here, guys. <laughs> all right. Pat itself. Um, all right. So let's kind of. All right. Let's uh, let's move off kind of this little bit dark tone and go into some darker tone. Uh, the darker darker tones. Actually, did you guys hear that Pornhub just deleted almost over half their their videos off their site? Yes. Yes. That was coming. Yes, there was a uh, part of the change.org. There's a, a a petition that was signed for uh, that. To... Yeah, what's kind of funny about this? Two things that's kind of funny about this this story. One, I found out. Hey, wait, dude. Sorry. No, you're good. No, I I found out through this reading that New York Times article that uh, Pornhub is a Canadian site. Yeah. So you're... what it is? I didn't so you... to know that. Yeah. So you're welcome. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and two, there was some, there was some real interesting stuff about like basically, well, one, they, I think they went from having something like 13 million videos to having Jesus. You may be able to correct me if you, but something like it dropped to something like three or four million after they got rid of all the uh, unverified 30, accounts. Three point two, three point. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, three point two million videos. They That's lost. Insane. Um, but yeah, it it is true. The, so Liz, do you know do you know the whole whole story of what happened? Uh, so there was a petition that was started about Pornhub using child pornography, and of yeah, course, this so, is kind of stimulates to close to what's been going on uh, throughout the world and what's going on here in the states. Is that you know they're busting a lot of these child ring child rings of you know people those kids have been you know, abducted so, and used for that ring for that reason. And, and of course, have been uploaded, a lot of them, to Pornhub. And so that's why they were asking that to be shut down. So so that that is one of the reasons, one, one potential reason. So the one of the main reasons that happened, because um, so there was, a, there was an article written a few months prior uh, where it, I think it was either the New York Times or the New Yorker. Um, uh, New York where Times. New York 
perfect times. Thank you. Uh, where it kind of showcased like not only not only the the child child pornography, but also some of the the what is it the the rape uh, that was being produced in there because a lot of the the that was being just posted on there, and it was so difficult for uh, victims because victims would find their videos on there and they would try to get Pornhub to remove it. And they would almost do nothing to do that. Uh, it would just be left on there. And it would take, there was one, one instance where this one woman uh, did it. I think she went, uh, reported it like up to five times saying, hey, this is a video of me being raped. Uh, can you please remove it from the site? And she never got anything from it until the sixth time where she pretended to be a lawyer. And then, then they removed it. So, uh, yeah. And that's sad when you have to pretend to be something you're not and to get it something removed that's bullshit yeah true. actually and, i know a little bit more, i got something that kind of goes along that bullshit line too so yeah that's kind of um so yeah that's kind of the the thing but more recently like at least as far as this recording goes um because of, because of all of everything that happened so only only videos are uploaded from verified accounts are only allowed to be up there and uh, since they deleted so many, um, also Visa and Mastercard removed all their payment plans from there. So th no, there, so no one can use a Visa or Mastercard to process payments through Pornhub. So there's there's a lot of speculations what's happening uh, with that, and yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy year 2020. That is crazy. Down. Yeah, I, I think. But the the other sort of side of that whole conversation is that. You have people who are legitimate, like sex workers or, um, you know, cam models or whatever the case may be, who are verified, um, verified accounts and who run their stuff legally or whatever, uh, who are now complaining at the fact that like, yeah, Visa, because Visa and MasterCard have taken away their payment options, they're, they're not, they're not getting the, the, uh, you know, they're getting punished essentially, right? Because they... That was a form of income for them, and now the people who were paying for this for that, yeah. right? Yep. Um, yeah. So, and I, it's a weird. The American so Express, though, however, might get a huge boost to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. Except, oh, yeah. except, look, you're better off. You're better off using like. Uh, you're better off using. I was going to say, you're better off just throwing your money in the air than using an American <laughs> Express card and hoping you can reach them. Uh, all right, continue. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, I, I mentioned this on, um, I used to have a podcast with uh, Joey from the Ginger Flicks podcast. And um, I mentioned on there before, I used to work in, uh, I used to work for a television company up here in, in Canada. And one of my, we used to take care of the on-demand portion of their programming. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the jobs that we had was we had to QA all the programming that came in. Some of that programming happened to be porn. So basically, mm -hmm. we'd, have, we'd be in an office. We'd have to watch, watch a certain amount of porn titles that came in and make sure that they didn't have any, like, um, they didn't have any drug use, any sort of uh, uh, instances of rape, of underage porn. Uh, there's certain laws uh, that, uh, for porn that, that the industry sort of resides by, I think, or at least most countries mm -hmm. reside by in terms of how many penises can be in a shot at one point or how many people can have sex how many how many people can have sex this this is true you can have a scene 
where um, one girl is having sex with five guys. They can't be six though. And if there is a sixth person, it depends how many people are touching her at the exact same time. It was very odd. We had to all make sure about stuff like that. Um, and mm. a lot of it, and there were times where you were like, I don't know. Oh, you have to make, also make sure not, you know, weird things weren't inserted in weird places. Um, <laughs> but, but there yeah, were that was times, your favorite thing. <laughs> dude, there was... <laughs> there was there was an instance once where there was uh, the leg of a table and we were like, oh, what the dude? yeah, yeah, there, there were two instances. There was one with the leg of a table where we were like, uh, this seems odd. And then there was one where this guy had chopsticks in this girl and it was arranged in a very flowery way. I mean, it literally flowered out of her body. Um <laughs> It, it, it was kind. It was. It was kind of like uh, you know. It was kind of like one of those. Um, oh, forget what it's called. Like it looked kind of like origami. It was very like origami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The man had the man had some talent. Um, but <laughs> but there were times. There were times where we would get certain things, and you're like, is this considered? Um, is this considered like against the rules or not? And you always had to be kind of careful about that kind of stuff. Um, and I think similarly. I mean, I we used to do that. The, the quota for us was 300 hours as a team, 300 hours per month. And I can't even imagine what the verification process is like uh, when coming for something like like a monster like po- like Pornhub, you know, where just think, I mean, it's the same for something like YouTube or whatever, uh, you know, just figuring, A, figuring out closed captioning, who the owners are, where the thing's coming from, uh, and then trying to, you know, taking it down and all that kind of stuff. I know YouTube's been going through a hell of that process and you had you had sex to it and it just sex and all this other crazy stuff to it. The verification process must be wild. Uh, so, Probably. So, so the verification so the verification process for Pornhub isn't actually that hard. Um and sorry, I, I I sorry, I I said verification. I meant more of the the rooting through all the videos and sort of seeing what's Okay, so not right there. I know the verification's like literally going, hi, my name oh, is. I have, and then, yeah, like, I <laughs> So, so you have gone through that. Um, so, um, so I may have so heard about a, it. So, might have heard it in a roundabout way. Yeah. So actually, I read so actually, we read about it. Okay. Uh, so actually, uh, <laughs> recently, since uh, since Pornhub had to put out a bunch of scripts of the recent incidents, um, they they let they they let people know that they only had, like, for their, for their entire site, they only had 80 workers in total for their, their entire site. And that's saying that also within the last uh, six months, they've doubled in employment, too. So... Well, and, yeah, what, did, what does that mean? They got time for doing it. Yeah, I don't do. know. <laughs> so it's, it's baffling for it because... Because Pornhub is listed as one of the top five most uh, grossing um, uh, on the planet, and uh, yet this this company can only afford eighty workers, and none of them can afford a team to verify. You know? Oh no! I, I believe me. I there's there's quite a famous line from the TV show Scrubs, which was if they take off all the porn from the internet. The only site on the internet that would exist is a site called Where Did All the Porn Go? Like, I can see why it's considered, you know, why it's so big. I mean, free porn especially, right? Um, But yeah, like, I think we've seen with most of these big online companies, unless they're pushed 
to do uh, what's right or what's whatever, you know, push to make sure that they're, that they have a, a, a screening body of some, of some sort, they're not going to do it. Right. The, the, yeah. the only reason this is happening is because the New Yorker, the, the New York times wrote an article about it. Yeah. But kind of, that's the kind of the pushing point where people are like, Oh, some shit's happening. We should actually pay attention. Yeah. 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 I know. Right. It's a, uh, it's when other people start spouting stuff and then they, Oh, actually we should probably be attention to this. That's, been happening for years um i don't know there's been a lot of like scummy stopping companies lately like did you guys hear what happened to nestle yeah uh, they fired blogger. that they yeah fired okay so, ne- so nestle <laughs> nestle overall is a, a shitty company like for as much as i like their uh their candy they're a shitty company um yeah there's like so more recently they they fired someone because they put in a complaint of racism that in the in the work environment and they like oh no you're fired even though they complained about it like wow crazy yeah it's like like that's one company you don't want to work for they just allow racism to happen i mean i mean unless you are a racist then it might be the best (laughs) true that i'm not racist (laughs) (laughs) they'll take care of you Seems like to be you're some good lawyers, right? Yeah, no, if, yeah. no if, you're, if you're just a horrible, if you're, uh, if you're, remember, we're talking about a company that also does uses child labor, labor to uh, harvest their uh, cocoa beans too. So, yeah, like they're they're yeah they're a shitty company. Like it's just it's just been a roundabout year for companies more. Uh, like right now, I am a, I am like over the head with Nintendo's. Right now, like right now, Nintendo's—it's been in my shit bag for a while. For as much as I love the games that come on it, oh, the company itself oh, no, is I just, horrible. I just—I just, like, just bought a Switch. What, what should I know? <laughs> it's okay. okay so, I sell my Switch. My daughter still plays. I'm gonna play my yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Call it good. I, I, <laughs> I, bought, I bought it. I bought it secondhand, so it didn't go directly to them, but still. <laughs> okay. So here. Okay. So I'll—I'll I'll give a little a prefix of what happened with Nintendo and why I'm upset with them. So, so Nintendo overall, um, like I said, their games that come on the Switch, more I like, I'll support that. I, I'll support the developers. But Nintendo as a company is so prehistoric as far as like their on- online services, the way they handle their community. They give, they don't give two shits about the community. Like they just want your money. They don't give a fuck about uh, what the community wants. Um, more recently, there was a there was a tournament that was being held uh, for Super Smash Brothers Melee, and um, Nintendo because you know how you know quarantine has kept everyone uh, homebound, so there was going to be an online tournament. But roughly right around the time it was going to uh, be hosted, Nintendo immediately put a cease and desist order, canceled that, and you know got rid of it. Like, yeah, no, you're not allowed to have to do that. Um, and then they they were doing a there was a protest in that community for a little bit. Uh, then there was a, uh, like two weeks after that, there was going to be a, uh, a Splatoon tournament. And this tournament was being hosted specifically by Nintendo for, for a $25 Nintendo gift card. And uh, three, three, three or I think it was either three or four uh uh, teams on there had some version of like free melee uh, as their team name, and they immediately got booted out. 
like, yeah, you're not allowed to play your nothing. Uh, some of those people who got booted out were then later entered in a, another tournament uh, that was uh, being hosted by another, uh, another group for $25,000 by the community. And yeah, it's like right now, like Nintendo just hates their customers. That's not good, you know? They're making hella bank with everything we're buying to keep us entertained. Such a step pisses yeah. me off, too. I think, I think 2020 has, um, I think companies have made uh, either, have made decisions to either make themselves look very good or very bad in 2020. Like, there's been no in-between, you know? Um, I, I, I'm a huge, huge wrestling fan. And um, this year, the WWE has made themselves look awful, like just awful in terms of decisions. Nothing that you would see on screen. I mean, the product this year has been pretty bad, but um, just nothing you would see on screen. But they're behind the scenes decisions. They've made the exact same sort of stuff that Nintendo has done. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, they laid off a bunch of people, uh, which was terrible because generally what happens is you leave and you know you get laid off from the company. You can go to other wrestling companies, but nobody was staging any events this year because COVID. And then very recently, they made a rule. A lot of wrestlers are on Cameo and uh, Twitch, Twitch especially. And uh, they made a rule to say that none of their employees could be on Cameo or Twitch, which was kind of garbage considering all those wrestlers were making a significant amount of money. And one of the wrestlers, a lot of them closed down their accounts and stuff. And one of them uh, specifically said she wasn't going to do it because it, 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 as it came out later, she was making more money off Twitch than wrestling. And um, they ended up firing her. And it, it's a level of control that seems weird in general, but weirder when you think of just everything that's currently going on. True. true. It's, just, right? it's just crazy what companies are doing. It's like it, it, they, like, everyone has basically a stranglehold on people. Like, here's the thing. I, in, I, you know, I, I can kind of understand it. There's this whole thing of, um, you know, if you look on the internet and search for Star Trek fan fiction, you'll find a lot of it on there. Um, I'm not a Trekkie or anything like this, but just like this is what I, you know, I, I was watching a documentary about it. They were talking about like if uh, Paramount and Gene Roddenberry or whoever or whoever was in control of, of Paramount way back when, when the first pieces of fan fiction came out, if they had stopped it then, we would never have gotten to the point we're at right now, right? And I find like a lot of these companies are like, we want to stop. We're trying. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna stop this. We're gonna stop these. You know, Nintendo's like, we're gonna stop. Ha- stop you from having a, a a tournament that's outside of our control because at some point we want to control that, or we don't want it to become something that is just completely out of our scope. I understand it, but there's got to be better ways of doing that than to just alienate your fan base. I agree. Right? I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like they're gonna lose money if they lose their fan base, right? They can't keep. No. Yeah. Nintendo's never. Nintendo's not going to lose money. Well, Nintendo will constantly pay. Uh-huh. No. But I mean, but yeah, they're not going to lose money, but they're going to lose, see, um, they're going to lose goodwill, right? Like Nintendo will always make, uh, as much as like, I, Nintendo will always make money. Respect. WWE will yes. always make money. Well, WWE yeah. in this calendar year has made the most money they have ever made as a company. And that is really? a year where they, yeah, because they, um, they don't, they don't travel because of the, 
pandemic, they've just had shows on the air. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, they don't travel. Yeah, yeah. They've gone out of their way. They've gone and re- uh, the first part of the year, they had shows out of their performance center. The second part of the year, what they've done is they've rented out stadiums in Orlando and just had uh, had it be their home base for six months at a time. So they're not traveling. They're not doing setup costs. They're not, you know, they're not, um, they're using a certain group of wrestlers, I guess. So like, it's not been, it's, they're not having to pay all this extra money that they were paying before, uh, just in terms of traveling and setting up and blah, blah, blah. And they travel a lot. And then on top of that, they laid off mm-hmm. all these people. So they're saving money in salaries and medical and all that stuff. So they've made an insane amount of money. But when you look at sort of the sort of hard, I mean, sure, the casual fan doesn't know about this and will watch it and do it. Same with Nintendo. The casual fan doesn't know. They'll buy the games. They'll buy the systems. The new system will come out. It'll be, you know, whenever they make a new system or a new thing, people will buy it. But your sort of hardcore fans were always around in the background when times are bad may not necessarily make that jump, right? WWE is seeing it. Their, their, their ratings are falling. There's a new competitor in town who's doing quite well um, and who are, you know, making, making noises because they're sort of being, they're sort of the voice of the fan or the company of the fan, the hardcore fan, whereas WWE is making these like sort of wild, crazy trends. So they'll always make money, but they're sort of burning a section of fan base that would have that is constantly there. Nintendo will always make this money, but there will be a group of fans who will be who will be upset by it and may never go back to Nintendo. May not spend the right amount of money. You know, it's not so much. Yeah, I think that's. I think to Liz's point, I think yeah, you're you're throwing money out the window. Maybe not like a major amount of money, but you're throwing a certain amount of money out the window, uh, and not in the way of like this fan is just it's somebody's just a lapsed fan. They're more of like people who are specifically against you now. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. I've been yelling it for now. <laughs> we're, really, we're really ending off the year on happy notes here, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope 2021 is even better. Uh, I don't... I would like to. I would, there's, just, there's just so much... Uh, well, there's one thing I know for sure we won't do on 2021 because of like I think uh, Dwayne uh, briefly mentioned it um, because originally we I was gonna we were, we might have been doing live yes. shows Liz um, but that's not gonna yeah. that's not gonna happen uh, because so no be, here here's why for anyone listening we're not gonna have live shows the why is um, so uh, oh, I think it was like two. Two or three weeks ago, uh, it was recently noted that uh, there's a law being uh, passed through where you could get you can go get a fennel uh, what can I say a fennel 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 that doesn't sound right. Fentanyl. Um, basically, you can go to no, you can go to jail for basically getting a copyright a strike. Fennelly, thank you. I can't say it right now. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, you can go to jail basically for getting any a copyright strike on any of your uh, any online works. Um, so, say we were putting something what? on YouTube or streaming on Twitch, we could go to jail for a minimum uh, five years. That's bullshit. What? Yeah. Yes. So, so okay. So it's it's a lot. There's a lot into the the law. You, you gotta actually like read it. It's like, like ten pages long. So oh, the short no. and. 
Yeah, I know it's a lot. But the nitty gritty of it is, um, it's it's mostly if you actually like read it and take the time to look at it because uh, I was able to watch someone kind of just break it down to its most simplistic terms. Basically, it's trying to protect what's always being been being protected: the music industry, the TV and movie industry, from people using their works online. So, like using clips and stuff like that. Even though some there is a form of tr- where you we can use it as transformative properties, and uh, but if somehow it's not transformative enough, we can get in trouble for it. That's crazy. Yeah, like I said. But I think it wouldn't it just be at first like a cease and desist before you. Twenty twenty one. There was a lot of things. Yes. Okay. So there, there. Yeah. But there, it would be. But then it, it's it's weird. It's it's a weird thing to even think about because at to this day I've gotten a couple of copy uh, copyright strikes on my videos and a lot of people on YouTube and Twitch have more and more recently Twitch just there are hundreds and hundreds of videos. Uh, multiple streamers had had to delete uh, hours and hours, thousands of hours of their uh, their uh, video on demands just because there was copyrighted music in it. Uh, it it's crazy um, that things like that might be potentially a way to possibly end up in jail. Yeah, but so. I, I mean. I, I know for sure I'm, a lot of my uh, a lot of my drawings have uh, had copyright strikes when I put them on T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, I most recently got a copyright strike from the Tiger King people, which really upset me. Um, Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Tiger King, um, old Joe Exotic yeah. over there, seems to have a lot a uh, team that can take down their stuff. Yeah, I really like that picture too. Oh, sorry, that's 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 Oh, I really like that picture you posted. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, but it, you know, I understand. I understand the copyright portion of it, and I think the problem has again, like we were talking, well, like we were just talking about it. You know, you can't have something like Twitch, where obviously you can see a lot of it has got this copywritten material in there, and they're trying to use it in a trans- transformative way. But it's crazy to think that like we've gotten to this point now. And now some corporate entity has woken up and said, no, you let it go on too far. It's become a thing, right? You can't go into, like, you can't that go. It's going to be memes. Who's going to be, <laughs> going to get jailed well, for memes. But I mean, I don't, I, I, here's the thing. I, the, the going to jail thing is insane. And it's, I'm hoping it's a case of like, you have been doing this way too much after being given the right amount of warnings for it. But like, you know, um, you guys had, I, I, I'm almost certain you guys had HMV in the States, right? Uh, like the music, the music store? Uh, no? Uh, music stores. <laughs> no, 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 not now. Not now. But I'm saying back, way back when. Like when you guys had the Virgin Mega stores and things like that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I guess I remember vaguely. Probably. I've never been in yes. one, so. <laughs> but basically, wherever you used to, back in the 90s, 2000s, wherever you used to go to pick up your like CDs and stuff, right? You, well, you picked up CDs. You weren't like downloading the MP3s and. Well, this and... is well, this is what I no, but this is what I'm saying though, right? Like I'm 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 obviously a few years older than you guys, but like you used to be able to walk into HMV or you know your local music store or whatever, pick up ten CDs and pick up ten pick up ten rewritable CD ROMs and walk out and be like, well, you can't sell me this and then tell me I'm not allowed to pirate music. 
I agree like, on you, that. I agree on that. Right? You made, <laughs> if I remember doing that, yeah, I would just yeah, download like, music and then send it off to my friends. <laughs> and they're like, right. All right. Right. You made the system. You allowed people to game the system. And then you waited till like it became a normal thing for people to, to tell people, no, this is not right. Like you're too late on the game. You know, you're like, you can't have Twitch, YouTube and Twitch have been using, if somebody has to delete thousands of hours of content, it's because they were allowed to do it for thousands of hours. True. Right. I, I understand agree. the copyright portion of it, but you know, you got to protect your work. I understand that. And that's, that's a big portion of it, but it seems like by the time, by the time it gets to being a law or whatever, it's almost too late. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Because right. it's like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna let us have this, but then oh, you're gonna wait years later. Like it's like it's like a problem that festered, and then they just kind of let the festering keep going. And it's like oh, now it's a problem. Like yeah, but too late. Actually, it's, you know what? It's, it's a it's a now gross that... now. It's a it's a it's a its own little entity now. Actually, now that I think about it, isn't that just basically COVID? <laughs> we just basically oh, yeah. we just waited till it became a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, touche. <laughs> that is too funny. True. All right. Okay. Um, I think that there's only one more outrageous topic before we get into some one last. Uh, this this article like really like piqued my interest. Of this um this uh I think it was a six or seven year old uh racked a sixteen thousand dollar um. A debt, uh, credit card debt while playing a mobile video game. And now, whose fault is that? Why didn't the mom put the blocks on? Yeah, I'm blaming the mom. I'm, bl- I'm blaming the parents on that one. Uh, I, okay, so yeah, I, I, my daughter did that to me. She did a couple hundred on me. She did a couple hundred on my brother. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that I had gotten her nipped when I, you know, had it on my phone. And then I, she can't no longer see my password and she can't see anything. So I'm like, you're also well, kid, if you want something. And then she did it to my brother. I was like, what did you not learn? Yeah, see, this, I had no, a puncher, sir, big time. More, this, uh, I feel like your daughter, at this point, your daughter's gaming the system. <laughs> like, the first time, it may have been a mistake. If you're doing it twice, you know what you're doing. <laughs> what game was it? Uh, okay, so, it's okay. Roadbox. Uh, it was Roadbox, I think. Oh, <laughs> oh Animal oh, Jam, too, was the other one. <laughs> okay, so here, I'll give you a little uh, context. To the story so so what ended up happening was uh this one kid was playing a uh, sonic rush on uh on the iphone so the issue that was happening is uh when the mother was getting a bill um anything purchased through an iphone doesn't go like you're it's like an app purchase from sonic rush it's an iphone uh transaction uh so she wasn't really noticing anything until the 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 actual final thing came out and like like it was like where did sixteen thousand dollars for the thing because if you um there the the way the like the premium like gems or ring oh it was rings for sonic uh like oh yeah i'll buy a, a couple hundred like like a thousand rings worth 99 dollars and 99 cents but for the kid like oh yes i'm just gonna buy this constantly uh so he can get past whatever level he was doing and um uh when the the mother went to like try to rebuke this and try to get her money back uh they said uh no we can't do that like normally normally companies will like be willing like oh yeah no we, we 
we'll try to fix this some way or another. But no, they said, uh, no, like kind of what Liz says, like, yeah, like it's, uh, did you not put a password protection on your phone or something? Like, basically, like blaming the mother, like, yeah. Wow. So, like, yeah, no. yeah, but my kid knew my password, and of course, my brother left his password open, and that was the issue. I mean, oh, I'm just gonna uh, buy so one here, and then it's another here, and then it's another here. It's like I was so pissed. It was like, how do you? But again, she should have left it off. She should have had it off. I mean, six year olds have no concept of it, and my daughter's nine now, but she still doesn't have any concept of what money is. It's something you have to earn. It's something. Why we got to work for this stuff? <laughs> I was gonna say, if I if I did what your if I, me as a child, if I did what your your daughter did, my parents would make sure I knew. What the oh, trust me, hon. I'm right with you. My dad would have had my ass whooped. I'm pretty sure my parents still guilt me out of things that I pay. I made them pay for accidentally when I was a kid, and I'm 38 now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far younger under you, Dad. <laughs> Oh, God. yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's come to this. But yeah, so now, now the mother is not able to pay her mortgage and trying to get another job. So yeah, it's crazy. That, see, that this, this at the end of the day, again, like we were saying in the Nintendo story and the WWE story was that um, this plays out badly for Roblox, right? Like, just That's give for her a... Sonic, actually. Oh, for sorry, Apple. for Sonic. This is sorry. Apple. This is Apple right well, here too involved. Yeah. So who, well, who, whoever's making the charge. Sonic Rush. Is, this, yeah, Sonic oh, Rush. This is. It's Apple. Yeah. So it just it just plays out badly for you guys. Like why you can I mean you're not you you can cut it down or set up a payment plan or something like this. No, no, no Apple video. First of all, what what mobile game needs to charge you sixteen thousand dollars? Okay, so Dwayne, I, I know where you're getting at. Here's the thing, like. Sonic Rush is not losing any money on it because the home, there's nothing to be lost. The The product that was bought slash the service is a digital item. Nothing. It's just yeah. air. So there is no loss for the company except their bottom line. So there's no reason the company shouldn't have at least like reduced it or gotten rid of the whole thing altogether. Yeah. Like, but also just, I mean, just... I agree with you. I mean, I was able to get all my refund for everything my daughter put on my phone or on my account. And then same thing with my brother. He got all those refuted too. So he got all reimbursed and I got reimbursed. Ursula didn't lose her shit, but she got... <laughs> I, yeah, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on in Sonic Rush that they need six... That you, that you could even accidentally have to pay $16,000? Well, if you uh, here, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll post a quick image of the the like premium screen. Yeah. But it's just um, it's a very like if you look at it, it's a, just a very shiny looking design, and a kid would just press something and without because they they don't read the thing, they just see oh I can get ten thousand rings. Um, yeah, that's easy. I'll just do that. Uh, um, here, I'll post in the I'll post this in the is, chat. This is um, very upsetting. I know it's very uh, upsetting. I feel sorry for the mother being stuck with sixteen thousand dollars and not even getting any sort of reimbursement for it. I mean, even half of it. Come on, that would help drastically. At least send her the original Sonic yeah. from the movie. You know, the well, one that we, the one that creeped us all out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, there you go. Okay, chat. That's kind of the 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 premium screen where you would pay. So yeah, you you would pay. 
for a hundred dollars for seventy thousand gems, and you can use four thousand for a hundred thousand gems. So yeah, just keep pushing that button until uh, yeah. You will. Yeah, the the rings in this fucking game are cheaper that are more expensive than some people's engagement rings. <laughs> I agree. I agree. This is insane. <laughs> the thing is, this is not the first instance of like this happening. There's been instance with Fortnite. There's been instance with multiple mobile games. It's just one of those things that people need to learn. Mostly with uh, when you're giving children. Uh, basically mobile devices with your credit card linked to them, just set protections on it. Yeah. Like you do not want an instance where like things just start racking up and then you just don't know it. And when companies aren't willing to uh, predict or anything. And, and I, I'm, you know, I feel like, I know we've started, I like both me and Liz started off this story with what was the mother doing? And then now we're just like, screw you Apple. But like, I think, you know, I know, um, like, my I like, parents, that. like I know my parents who are, who don't know a lot about this thing. I know my brother and his and his wife are not necessarily the most tech savvy people out there. And they would give their kids stuff to play. A lot of people, a lot of parents just assume if the game is free, the and the in-app purchase button uh, messages on these apps are so tiny, right? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know, right? Yeah, I think that, and I that's what I shocks me as a millennial to that we because we were brought up on this stuff this stuff should come easy to us this stuff because we had to adapt we learned the computers real quick and you i don't understand how people like us at this age are just starting to lag on this stuff no this stuff keeps changing we have to keep up i mean i'm seeing grandmothers still keeping up i'm like holy crap they're 89 years old not a whip it out yeah. use the phone I, whoa, okay, look, I don't want anybody whipping out anything. All right, let's everybody calm down. <laughs> you know, you gotta slap it around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, look, maybe maybe at that point, $16,000 is totally worth it. But, but I'm just saying. But, but I, no, but I know, like, that's the thing, right? We, like, obviously, and uh, I'll out myself, trying to get on this chat took me forever, and I apologize for wasting your time on that. But, <laughs> Right, and I consider myself to be a friendly tech savvy guy. There, there, are, I, there are people who have just managed to sort of escape it all, and then you know they think they're not, they don't know when their kids are racking up these stupidly high amounts of prices. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. there's, there's when they set up these games, they always say, "Hey, do you want to keep this on uh, tabs for your kid to use?" Or you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, when I set up the games for my daughter, they ask these questions like. Are they not reading? Oh, I'm, Why? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people aren't. I. I you oh know, yeah, I, sure. Again, they tell yes, you yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I do. I do. I agree. Agree. Blah blah blah. Let's go. Because I, I, I'm sure Here's there's. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like their kid is standing next to them and they and they're going, "Mom, I want to play this game. Give it to me." Like, all right, all right, let me come on, give it to me. I'm the kid of the oh, I expect my kid when it comes. To, hey, it's patience. Yeah. It's patience. You gotta wait. Yeah. I gotta get the downloaded. <laughs> I'm helping you out. You know, my nephew helped out. You know, setting up my daughter's switch. I I went back and looked over everything just to make sure. So yeah, for sure. So yeah. So one one thing to take from this is try to set up any parental protection on anything. Try to avoid things like that. Because I will say this without going too deep into this. The 
the mobile market for gaming is not going to change. They are pushing these um, these loot boxes, the uh, pay to wins things like really hard. They're not going to leave. Like I am heavy in the the gaming space news. Like they these these tactics are never going to leave this space, and it's just going to keep being pushed harder. So do everything Push in your power to battle. Uh, protect your wallet basically yeah mm-hmm. or if you're not going to do it make sure your kid plays the plays the game on the phone of somebody you don't like <laughs> <laughs> i agree i agree let's do that right you're not going to go through the ha- i mean if it's too much of a hassle to read through all the stuff just make sure your kid your kids you know you're setting it up on on somebody else's phone preferably somebody you're going to divorce soon <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's kind of. This is the big topic I wanted to kind of talk about because I want so I want the year to like like the, the way I structured this kind of worked out because we started with the year with a little bit of a little bit of hopefulness and then we went through the mud of the entire episode to get to this point. So recently, Disney did their investor meeting. For anyone listening, what what basically happens in these investor meetings is they kind of showcase some of their plans they're going to be doing to basically note that that some of the profits or potential profits that they're going to basically acquire in the coming year or years. Um, so for anyone who didn't watch it, it's basically like a what, an hour, a little over an hour video of what happened. And they just showcased like a bunch of the Disney movies that are going to be coming out in the next couple of years, a bunch of the new Star Wars TV show movies, and a bunch of the new Marvel uh, TV show and movies. Uh, and I am more than excited because so much news has been kind of uh, in the air in the last couple of weeks about what's to happen. It's been a it's been a quiet year for the cinema as we've we've talked about with the the guys from Gingerplex. So I'm ecstatic to hear some news from uh, the investor. So ha- what have you guys heard or uh, have reacted from? Well, I just heard they're going to bring the dinosaurs back to next year, a month. The old episodes. I've been talking about Ursula to this, about not the mama, not the mama. And, she, you know, that one was one of the comic things. I was always doing that with her. And she goes, I don't understand that. And I showed her a blip a bit on YouTube. And... I, would, I think it's going to be a nostalgic thing for me for dinosaurs coming back next month. I haven't seen that in quite a few years. So to see all the episodes without interruptions and, you know, blips in here and there of commercials, like, I think it's going to be amazing. I, I can't wait for a lot of this stuff. And I'm excited about the new shows coming on, too, that are happening in the next year. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I was very... I I had thought I had read something about dinosaurs coming to Disney plus in September. So the day that they announced it, I had just happened to check Disney plus to see if it was on. It was on. So it was a nice surprise for me. I loved that show growing up and I'm excited to see what it, what it looks like. I'm also very excited to see the very last episode of that show because I've read, I've never seen it, but I've read about it. And I'm oh yeah. I've read to about see, it too. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to see how they, how I might they have seen a blip of it too. Yeah. Um, and about the new stuff, it, you know what? Like, uh, I am one of these Disney Plus subscribers who signed up for the year when it came up the first time, and then signed I... up for the and signed up for the year again this next round. But 
Um, truthfully, I haven't watched a lot of Disney Plus. Uh, my wife has. She has been going through every single episode of The Simpsons, and um, she, she's <laughs> I killing it. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, she's, she's, she's. I mean, like she loves. Obviously, like most people, she loves like the first fifteen, twenty seasons seasons of it. Uh, but then, like <laughs> the last, the, yeah. Well, the last ten, the last ten is where like we all sort of kind of you know have dropped off a little bit, and we've seen there's been some good stuff in there, but. It's not, you know, it's not as consist, cons, consist, cons, consistent <laughs> as the first, maybe, what was it? Maybe the first 10, I would say, right? So she's been watching a lot of yeah, that. She's been watching the movies. I've watched some of their documentaries, but really I signed up for um, some of the old stuff, but mostly a lot of the Marvel stuff. And 2020 sort of pushed all of that back. So for year one, it's kind of not been on my radar as much as it should, you know? Um, but I don't know. So I don't know if you guys heard, but here in Canada, we're getting we're getting an extra section to Disney Plus starting in February. You suck. You guys are special, well, aren't you? Yes, no. yes, we are. Are you not getting it yet? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> well, I got the vaccine before you did. <laughs> I got free healthcare. <laughs> I have a special Canadian. <laughs> Damn it, he wins right there. I'll accept that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I might have to look at that using a VPN. No, uh, so basically, but, what, yeah, basically what's happening is starting in February, we're going to get a section called Star. And um, Star is supposed to be, because we don't get, up until now, we've never had Hulu. We've never had any connection. We've never had Hulu at all. Um, uh-huh. Star, so Star is supposed to be the international version of Hulu that's going to be included really? with Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and it's going to be included oh, okay, with Disney+. So... Plus. So our price oh, goes okay. up three, do- three extra dollars and um, per month. Huh, so per... I get all three of them for twelve ninety nine. ESPN, Hulu, and... yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, so I think ours will go up. I think it's seven or eight ninety nine right now, so it's going up a little bit. But oh. obviously, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're just getting as much as we, what we're playing right now for almost. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. so like it's been things. They get it all in one app. They get it all. They get it all in one app, though. That is so much more convenient than trying to log in and out of other apps. That is true. It'll be. It's yeah. convenience. It really is convenience. Continue. Yeah. Continue. No. It, I, it, it, it's kind of nice to get it just because in terms of Hulu content, it tends to be spread out quite a bit here. Like um, net, sometimes Netflix picks it up as their international content. Uh, sometimes it ends up on Prime. Like we only just recently got uh, Spring or sorry, Palm Springs. Uh, if you The Andy Samberg movie that uh, was released. It's a Hulu. It was released in, on Hulu in oh, April. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know what you're talking we, about. But it literally just showed up on Prime last Two days ago. Oh, so wow. yeah. Now if you know, I'm sure everybody on this call knows how to watch stuff when it's not available. So there's no real big issue. Actually, there. no, I don't. <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't. Ask your daughter, I'm sure she knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I asked Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But... Well, she probably knows too, actually. Yeah. Surprise. Continue. Yeah. So, but like, but for most Canadians, they haven't seen uh, uh, Palm Springs. I keep wanting to say Spring Break, Palm Springs. So they'll have just gotten it now. But I'm assuming once Star becomes a a regular part of the uh, Disney Plus feature, uh, Disney Plus uh, International, we'll be able to see that kind of stuff at the same time as you guys. 
Okay, okay. Cool. So you, you're still, you're basically getting what we are getting right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So um, we're ahead okay. of the game. You guys are just behind. No, they're 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 behind, but they're going one step further than we are with just simplifying the UI. Damn. So there. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So, so, what are what are the, some of the things that you were looking forward to from the the showcase that was done? Um, I'm okay, trying to straight, the, the list. straight up. So, yeah, what were some of the things that came? The, the one that really I got super... Okay, so I'm not really a Star Wars guy, so, like, The Mandalorian's cool and all, and all the different Star Wars stuff that's coming, I'm excited for all the Star Wars people that get to enjoy that stuff. Not necessarily my thing, but the thing that I got super psyched for was the new Chippendale. Oh. I heard about that! I think I was excited about that, too. I was like, sweet! It's like live Chippendale, it's, too. It's, it's like live action mixed with live action mixed with animation, and it's uh, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Wait, is it John Mulaney? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't, hear I, I didn't really. Know, but I didn't know who the characters are going to be. I uh, just. Okay. Shit, that's great. Okay, what else? Um. Yes. Yeah. Hi. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um. From the Mar- from the Marvel slate of stuff, uh, I I. I kind of really excited about the i'm kind of excited just to see how they do the guardians of the galaxy holiday special because that just seems on like that just seems right you know like guardians of the galaxy is basically marvel's idea of a soap opera uh, uh, a space opera and with their like with all the music that they use in it and everything it almost seems perfect to have like a holiday special for it yeah um, let's try to uh, bring up some of the other stuff as well. But what are you excited about, Jesus? Um, uh, basically everything Marvel. Uh, <laughs> specifically, uh, specifically, um, uh, the What If stories for sure, and Loki. Uh, those are the two big ones I'm waiting for. As much as I want to see Wandavision, uh, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, what the What Ifs look of once I saw the trailer, fantastic. Uh, just because. Because I'm a, I'm a big what uh a big story uh I'm a big fan of the what if comics uh, yeah, I same. just like the idea of like so it's just seeing like seeing uh what if uh T'Challa was taken in by uh, uh Yondu and became Star Lord uh what if Peggy Carter took the super serum and became Captain Britain like and and they're doing and I was so excited and they're doing Marvel zombies. I am so great. <laughs> um, so um, the thing, like along the the the, the first sides on, I fell off Star Wars mostly with the last three films. They've just been hurting. I just been I've been hurt by Star Wars so bad. And the Mandalor- Mandalorian has rejuvenated my love for Star Wars more more recently since I. Since this morning, wait, was they say Saturday for the recording? Yesterday, I rewatched the finale of season two. I will not right. spoil it here because it, it is such a fantastic way to end it. And I watched it three times just because it was it was a ten out of ten season finale. And uh, like, uh, noting what they're planning with, with like um, uh, a soap um, with uh, a droid story. There's so many fun things with that. Um, there's, it's just, it's a, and and it's all on Disney Plus for the most. Uh, that's the other thing. It's just I can enjoy it 
in my home. Uh, so yes, those are kind of some of the things I like, I could, I could talk for hours, which <laughs> we don't have, uh, this audio podcast, but these are some of the things that are just in my, uh, in my, uh, my eye right now. Uh, yeah. I'm trying I, to see I, some I, of the I, other I, things. There are a couple. I haven't, sorry, I haven't watched too much of The Mandalorian, um, mainly just, again, like I said, not big into Star Wars, but I, I heard about the finale and I lo- people loved it. I mean, the fact that uh, The Mandalorian ended up being Jar Jar Binks was amazing. I thought, nice, nice. Uh, oh my God, why did you tell everyone? <laughs> No, I, I had to go watch no, it. I haven't that... even finished the first season. I've been Sorry, watching my guys, daughter when she wants to. Oh my god, you guys are killing well, yeah. me! I haven't so, watched it all the way through. Oh. oh, okay. So I got I got so, a list over here. Sorry, I got a list over here of some of the stuff that I don't think I'd even heard about before. Uh, before did 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 you guys did you know there was a a three men and a baby reboot coming out? No, I'm just looking at it, and I didn't know there's a. That was, sounds familiar. Like Pinocchio I reboot, that Star Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at just some <gasps> what? of the stuff. They're doing a live action. Yeah, yeah that, that one's been that one's been in the in in the works for a little while. It's uh, one of the girls from Chloe and Haley, the singing group. Uh, it seems so fake, though. Damn, they have the actors and everything. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm giving, I'll let, they're making, I know when um, the Gingerflix guys were on, uh, they'll be happy to know that Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out. I'm excited about yes. that. I'm really stoked about it. <laughs> I don't know, I, look, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a Hocus Pocus fan. I think the first, I'm not fan, I think it's the first time I've ever watched it was this summer, uh, this Halloween when it, when we watched it on Disney Plus, but I know there's a massive, massive market of people who love that movie and watch it every Halloween. Uh, but they they haven't announced if any of the cast is coming back, so that's kind of interesting. Oh yes, they did. They did on Facebook. I heard other oh, oh, all over news. Oh yeah, yeah. there's news. They said they were coming back together and rejoining for the next sequel. I'm stoked oh, nice. about it. Okay, there so, we go. Yeah. Uh, They're oh. making another cheaper by the dozen. Oh wow, Sister Act. Yeah, Sister Act three. Uh, Woo. Okay, so Peter I have this conversation. Yeah, Jude Law as Sorry. Captain Hook. Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Wait, Jude Law as Captain Hook? I kind of want to see that. I guess they do, yeah. Um, uh, ooh, Disench- Disenchanted with Amy Adams returning as Giselle. So they're making a, a sequel to Enchantment? Was that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. what it was called. Okay. I didn't care for um, that this, too much. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know what? I I thought that movie that that movie was such it was. I remember when it came out. One of my friends saying Disney has taken this has has gone to such a height now that they're making a movie spoofing themselves. You know, uh, basically, um, yeah, taking what oh, they know. You know. Okay, so did you? Uh, this was something I was kind of excited about, and I talked to Joey about, it, and he was not so great in about it. But the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I so know. Uh, I grew up watching the Mighty Ducks. I watched okay, all three. So this, so this is going to be a this is going to be a TV show. Um, where yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's going to be a TV show. Emilio Estevez is going to be in it as Coach Gordon, Gordon Bombay, but the Mighty Ducks are going to be the bad guy. Oh, that's oh. Be an interesting turn. That'd be all interesting. Right. Well, because apparently, what happens in this movie is the Mighty Ducks now have become like a massive hockey organization. Uh, they've been so successful. They're like the biggest thing in in PV hockey, I guess. And one of the kids gets cut from not being so great at it. And um, um, the mom from the Gilmore Girls, who I feel terrible that I can't remember her name right now. Um, she Lauren Graham. She's the mom, and she decides to like start coaching a team against them. 
So, and with her son playing in it and everything. So it feels, it feels a little like, I don't know if you guys have watched, um, have watched uh, Cobra Kai. Yes. That's it feels a little that. Yeah, it's a great show. But like, it feels a little bit like that. Like, you know, you yeah. watch the movies, Cobra Kai was the bad guy. And now all of a sudden, like, you're sort of rooting for them. Huh. Do you guys watch yeah. a lot of the Nat, the Nat Geo stuff on Disney Plus? Uh, I never really do. Don't tell you the truth. I think I've watched maybe one or two things. I That's about I, it. I fall asleep to it. <laughs> if if you do get a chance, there's a show called there's a show called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I fall asleep to it. It's real. It's beautiful. It's real fun. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. And apparently they're yeah. do, they're going to do a new show now called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Well, I guess. The, the the article I read said that it's basically the Nat Geo and Disney Plus shows are let's take some of our best actors and send them to beautiful places. That's amazing. Can I have that job? <laughs> You're American. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, I know because we're all stupid. We don't want to follow like any rules. Masks are political. Damn it. <laughs> so is uh, getting the COVID uh, vaccine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? That's the trade-off. Okay, you have to have COVID. There's and one thing. There's one thing I want to bring up. You get Hulu. <laughs> Got Hulu. I've been on Netflix a lot lately. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I haven't been on Netflix in a while. Actually, there hasn't been anything specific I've been to, like watch on Netflix. I <laughs> I pay for it, but like I haven't. There's been nothing because I've been watching more Prime. Disney Plus and VRV, which I'm glad they got bought out by Funimation. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Wait, for anyone wondering what uh, VRV slash Crunchyroll, uh, VR, uh, uh, yes. Funimation bought them. So I am I'm, I'm excited and a little bit skeptical because I know uh, the one thing good about Funimation buying them is we'll be able to, uh, for those who want to watch dubbed anime, They'll be able to watch it all in one go while watching the simulcast of the subbed. Um, but I, I'm a bit skeptical on, on how Funimation is going to work with this. Um, the the deal just got through about a week ago, and I haven't seen any changes. It probably won't change for a while. But, uh, once the announcement is, I'm gonna I'll probably either rave or rant about it once it happens. <laughs> so look forward to that. <laughs> Actually. Um... You, you. Since you guys are both, um, you know, big American? movie goers. <laughs> All right, you can repeat what you said because I literally did not get it. Let's interrupted our, our our gracious guest. Sorry. Okay, so what was that? Sorry. I won't hold it against you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I, no, no. I, sorry, you cut off. Well, I, I wanted to ask. Yeah, you cut out like just barely. What what did you say? Like that's not joking. I you just cut off honestly. All joking aside. Yeah, yeah, you, okay. I think what he's saying is what is our opinion on masks? Oh, movie guards? I thought masks. Yeah. Oh. But movie guards. Hey, can you can you hear oh me? Oh my god. Now we yes. heard you. Thank you. Sorry. AirPods died. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys yeah, what do you guys think of uh, what do you guys think of the whole um, WB movies airing on HBO Max rather than uh, you know the same day as theaters? Fantastic! I'm about. I, I think I talked with Liz about this. I'm turning my living room into a home cinema. 
I show up. I'll make the popcorn. I don't care. Can you do a live yeah. stream? Like, like, can you do a live stream part? so I can watch too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> private airing. You'll get a private show. You know that the private. You know, you never know. I, you might there might be a, a screen share on our Discord, uh, and you might be able to watch it on your home screen. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not saying it is gonna happen. Never know, might might happen. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I I personally am excited about it because it, it's one of the things I think we we spoke a little bit earlier about, and I know we spoke with uh, the guy from Ginger Flex is the 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 cinema scene has died this year and like i've been in for the most part um i have, I have a reasonably good television uh in in my living room at the moment and a really good one in my room and i can enjoy movies while like cinema quality in a, in a way but i want to get the the one thing you do enjoy in like cinemas is kind of that just, just i don't know i don't know how to describe just this like feeling of immersion so i'm currently yeah. like putting some money together to basically invest in a whole a, a high quality television a surround system sound paneling like my, my living room is going to look fantastic if someone tries to rob me try um <laughs> uh, they're gun loaded right there <laughs> um I am American, um, so uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, um, like it's just like I'm ecstatic because it's it's there's a lot of films that I want to see that that I would in, rather enjoy watching in a cinema, but it's not possible because of how cinemas ha- cinemas have been treated uh, during the pandemic and how they're handling things like that right now. But some of the news that has come out of it, and how so many so many directors and producers have been upset because they weren't they weren't given any notice. Like uh, HBO, or wait, who was the company that did Universal? Uh, no, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, yeah. Warner Brothers just kind of let them like, hey, this is what we're doing, without letting any of the people know that they were doing it. So uh, uh, here's a here's a fun fact for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, anyway, listen, I think uh, when you know some of the some of the um, some contracts more than these last couple of years, uh, the way uh, these actors were getting paid, they were getting paid large sums of money, but now uh, there's new kind of like these new um, ways where if a movie grossed enough money uh, from ticket sales, they would get a bonus. But that's not possible if everything's being streamed. So there's like a lot happening here. Yeah. Um, so that thing you were just talking about, it's called a backend deal. And usually... Uh, what happens is uh, to try and get actors to uh, big name actors to come on movies that are uh, that don't necessarily have a crazy budget or need to work the money around a budget. They'll pay an actor a, a little less, and then hopefully if the movie does well, you'll get the back end. Uh, you see a lot of those kind of deals sometimes on indie movies because obviously if you want to get a big name actor, you're not going it'll take a big chunk of the budget. I know in this in the case of wonder woman um hbo max hbo warner brothers had talked to their to talk had ta- uh, what's her name gal gadot had taken one of these backdoor deals so they actually had given them the heads up because that was the first deal that had gone through and paid her some insane amount of money in terms of um of making sure that she was compensated in the way that they were going to do if the movie made 
a bit of, you know, a crazy amount of money, which it, it will. What's interesting now is that WB has been known as the filmmakers studio. So back in the day, you know, if a, if a, st- a lot of directors loved working for WB because they would give a script and not really much notes. And then the, the director could go make it in exactly the way they want to make it. This has soured a lot of people working with that, with this, with the studio. So I think this, this is going to be an interesting thing to see where directors, directors, different filmmakers, writers end up once this first year of HBO Max is done. Will they come back? Hmm. Will they want to make stuff? Because they, they, a lot of them feel, a lot of them feel cheated. Um, if um, Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet is that how you pronounce his name? I always get it wrong. I'll say yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> basically, okay. So, are you guys are you guys excited for Dune, like the movie Dune that's coming out? I didn't um, know there was a Dune coming out, to tell you the truth. Okay, so so Dune was so Dune. They're making a remake of Dune, and it stars this Timothy Chalamet and um, what's his name, Jason Momoa, uh, Dave Bautista. They've been working on it for a while. I think for the last three years, it was supposed to come out this year, and they're based on these very successful books. There was a movie in the '80s that was based on it, yes. and the and the director has the director basically was like, "Look, we understand things are dangerous, blah blah blah, so we'll push back the movie by a year." And it was supposed to come out next year. And then HBO, uh, then Warner Brothers announced that they're just going to put it on HBO Max. And he wrote like this super scathing um, op-ed, basically saying that the company has given up their goodwill just for, just to try and make HBO Max work. And one of the bigger things he had said was just that, you know, when they made the movie, the whole intent in terms of sound quality, in terms of quality, in terms of how the movie was shot was so that you could see it in a theater. Um, and they're going to lose that with having it on streaming. And then he said, the other part about it is the movie is built, like the original idea was if Dune 1 did well, two other movies were going to be made after that. Well, we're not going to find out if it did well or not. Streaming companies don't don't ever release their viewing figures. Nobody really knows what does well on Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever. I mean, you kind of do because of trending, but not really much else. Um, so you'll never know how much money Dune actually made or how many people have seen it, right? And so mm-hmm. he's saying that, you know, if they do go through with this and they release Dune on um, they release Dune on HBO Max, he's not going to be part of the next wave of things. And uh, Jason Moe and Dave Bautista have both shared his op-ed on their social media, so they agree as well. And Timothy Shamal, and another story, another part of this story is that um, the movie is co-produced by Legendary. Um, so Legendary has said that they were really upset by this because, oh, yeah. because originally when Dune was supposed to come out, Netflix came out and said, hey, look, why don't we put it on? We'll pay you know a crazy amount of money to have it be a Netflix original. And Warner Brothers and Legendary both said no. And now Warner's going to put it on HBO Max and Legendary's like, where are we getting our cut from? Because you basically undercut us. We would have made some. We would have made an insane amount of money with the Netflix deal. Now you basically undercut us, so we don't even know if we'll get our money back in terms of, um, you know, if we'll get our money back in terms like of thing. They're out for one, number one. You know, yes, I'm just gonna say did. that they're out for number one. They weren't looking yeah. for anybody else. They weren't even caring about what, who, or was involved. They were just going looking out for number one. Yeah, it's it's a bad it's 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 a bad deal. And, and the reason I mentioned Timothy Chalamet originally was because he hosted Netflix last week. And when or Netflix, oh my, he hosted Saturday Night Live last week. And at the end of the show, when they do their goodbyes, he was wearing a legendary T-shirt. Uh, and so everyone was like, "Well, we know yeah. what side of the fence he stands on." So 
Um, but you know, there's there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of uh, role. There's going to be a lot of role. I, th- I I see a lot of lawsuits coming out of this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. And even I think some of your movie theaters in the states have said that what they're going to do is for WB movies because I guess they air on HBO Max for a month at the same time as they air in theaters. They're going to price them cheaper so that they just charge the cost of whatever it would whatever makes them money. So you guys could probably see Wonder Woman in theaters for like seven or eight dollars as opposed to whatever the hell it is. Five dollars. It's five dollars. Five? Okay, there you go. Five dollars. That's insane. I mean you could catch the vid, but you know, at least you'll get to see Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good movie, I think. Actually actually this works for you. You're gonna get your second shot and you can go see all the movies in the <laughs> I know, right? I'm 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 one up you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> three, more weeks. three more weeks so yeah actually so, listen uh, to you now <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot there's a, there's a lot happening in the movie industry there's uh there's one thing i think we'll avoid talking uh about uh this time because it's gonna get open up a lot um a can of worms no nah, not really because uh, i don't know if you guys want to bring up the whole uh what's his name the fuck yelled at their employees uh oh tom for, uh, tom cruise Tom Cruise. Um, so, uh, so you know what happened, Liz? Do you know what happened with the Tom Cruise incident? No. <laughs> I work. Okay, okay. don't so, laugh at me. Okay, it's, it's, <laughs> okay, so, okay, so this kind of uh, we're still like in the movie space thing. So he he has been currently shooting in the, the uh, Mission Impossible Seven. I don't know how many Mission Impossibles are there at the moment. Yeah, that's seven. You're right. Uh, there were seven. Yeah. I know, I know something. I know something. I know movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, there was a recording that leaked of him yelling at his two like two uh, employees, uh, basically berating them because uh, they were like together, wearing masks, and a lot of people were praying him, and then some people were saying that oh, he shouldn't be doing that. Um, here, how about? that what 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 is your perspective on this so basically literally shouting at them i would play i'll play a clip on this but i'm not gonna get copyright strike like i said <laughs> um uh but he was literally yelling at these two individuals because a couple things ha- were happening for this shoot they were getting um uh they were getting pushed behind because someone tested positive for uh covid he was yelling at them because one the movie interest the movie industry is hurting at the moment and because people can't shoot films, uh, he was yelling at them because jobs have been lost that are a part of the movie industry. Um, There's a lot. He was he was like he was angry, like like yeah, he was pissed. So I want your opinion on what he his thoughts on him yelling at these employees that weren't in proper uh, a proper code safe environment. I think that was, that's the best way I can put it. Um, I'll tell you. Sorry. Yeah, Liz, you go. I know. I was just saying. What do you mean by proper environment? I guess I, I, I'm, I'm missing something. Something blip out. I guess. So, from what I have read about it, it seems like so Mission Impossible the movie, Mission Impossible Seven, I think has a lot of very strict. Tom, Tom Hanks in general. Uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise in general. I heard is a, is quite a stickler in terms of safety and stuff. And he's a producer on the movie, and he has, and because the movie has had to stop a few times they have very strict six feet apart masks at all time rules 
And in this case, two of these guys were by the monitor. They were breaking the the social dis- distancing rule. Um, I'm not sure about the masks, but I think they may not have been having masks as well. So he had caught a wind of this and like lost his mind, started yelling at him, yelling at them. Um, I think, to be honest, when I first heard it, I was kind of on Tom Cruise's side. And I'm generally not somebody who like is on the side of people who yell at subordinates. Um, it reminded me very much of that uh, Christian Bale uh, rant where he lost it on the set of Terminator Salvation, I think. Oh, I completely um, forgot about that. Right? It kind of it kind of reminded me of that. But at least in that case, like in that case, the it was just it seemed so crazy and out of um, you know it seemed so crazy and just not not needed. I think in this case. Uh, I, when I first heard it, that, you know, I know I'm almost certain, like, there are a bunch of studios who are looking at a bunch of movies right now and going, okay, let's see which one of these is the best way to run a movie. I was reading up on, uh, there was a lot of these Christmas Lifetime movies that have just come out and they had a lot of, like, safety protocols. They did, like, kissing scenes with uh, plexiglass and stuff like that uh, because they had to get these movies out for Christmas. You can't, you can't air them any other time. And I think there are a lot of studios who are doing that with a lot of big budget movies right now. And Mission Impossible is one of them. And, you know, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have, because yeah, you could tell he was so mad at a certain point that he was just repeating the same thing over and over again. You know, when people get that angry, I definitely right. have seen, I've definitely had that from one of my parents at some point in my life, you know, that kind of like, okay, you get it? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> level of anger. But I mean, I don't know. I think, I, I think that's. I think he's not wrong. And 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 the context is the context is there. He's told people that this is the rules. Stop breaking it. And I got a sense, at least from that call, that the two people on set had done this before. Um, you know that they had they they probably had a talking to about this before. I saw some comments where people were like. You know, he's only talking about the job aspect of it as opposed to people's safety. And I've seen counter comments to that where people were like, we've tried safety. People aren't listening when it comes to safety. So now we're trying to talk to them about the, you know, the economic side of things or whatever. Like that industry is hurting and that industry is not considered essential. Um, Even though I would say that some of the things that are keeping people sane during this pandemic has been the arts, which are things that people don't really care about during when things are going well. Um, so I can see his side of things. Maybe he shouldn't have yelled, but we don't know what happened prior to that, right? So I'm a little surprised that Scientology hasn't come up with something because they usually have the cures to everything, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the, the basis what happened. So, so what is your current opinion from that, Liz? Just kind of hearing that out. I'm on both sides of the fence. I am literally on both sides of the fence because I think uh, I don't know the story of those two men. Um, they could be, you know, really good friends. They hang out with each other out, you know, outside of this or pandemic beforehand. Um, they could be, you know, family related. So look at that. The, that's their bubble. You know, the people who they hang out with. Um, they already might have had COVID themselves. I don't know. So they, you know, once you kind of have COVID, the chances of it happening again is slim. Yes, it is still high. And yes, I do get it from Tom Cruise's side, you know, about being safe and wanting to protect their employees and trying to keep an art existing 
I'm on both sides of the fence on this one. So to me, like, I don't know if I knew more of this, more of the background of the man and more before what took place before that happened of what him going off on them. I don't agree on the yelling. I don't think that was the best thing. They should have handled it a different way. Yes, I understand where he's coming from. He's stressed. We're all stressed out. But that's not a, a, a proper way of letting out that stress, I guess. I understand. I, I, I guess I'm both sides of the fence on this one. It's just one of those things I'm kind of like, I don't know where to stand on this because I do see the health aspects because I work with health as, you know, in the health industry. But I also see where, you know, family and friends who have been long time, you know, that's their biome. They, you know, you're already exposed to them, that person with that genetic, you know, your, your, uh, your germ biome is not going to change much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm on both sides of the fence on this one. <laughs> it's also probably hard. Like it, you haven't heard the rant too, which um, would also weigh in on how you, how, how you feel about the whole thing. Right. I guess I so, heard I the whole the entire rant. thing. It's just a little snippet. But remember, we're on the internet, and Liz, you're not allowed to be on the fence. You have to choose a side. I can't even know. I'm gonna have whoa, to whoa, put whoa. my feet on both sides of the the so, border. There's, okay. There's, um, but no. So look, here's a, some of the things that internet was uh, saying. What? Yep. Go ahead. What were you? I, didn't, I, I missed it. Oh no, no. I was saying you're American. You can't be on bo- both sides of the fence. <laughs> you literally have to I pick can. a side. There's no such thing as a as a moderate American. How dare you? I know, me. right? <laughs> oh, this is gonna this is gonna leak, and I'm never gonna be able to come to the states. <laughs> I'll come Black to Friday. Canada and visit you. <laughs> Black Friday's dead, haven't you heard? It's all online now. <laughs> oh, everything's online. Boo. <laughs> Oh yeah, did you hear about the PS5 being like two women were fighting over it? For the, they're brawling over it. I, 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 I am not getting into the PS5 fiasco. That that, <laughs> that is a can of worms that I'm sick and tired of. Uh, the one thing I will say because of all this, they're in the year in in Europe, they are now making it illegal for scalping to happen. Yay! Uh, fuck scalpers. So. Um, but, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, so um, let's kind of end it there. It's a uh, we were, we went over more than I actually thought. So thank thank you, Dwen, for tolerating yeah, us fun. for this long. No, no, this was a this was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. I did thank too. You, I enjoyed you. it. I know, I know you. I know you're just saying that to get paid, but um, keep going, coming back. But, he wants yeah, to come back. He knows you. that. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, like, thank, like, like honestly, thank you for coming and co- conversing with us. Hopefully, next time we'll have the rest of the group with us, and he can uh, he can defend himself and why he doesn't want to talk to our friends from the north. Uh, and we'll go from there. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Glenn. Um, but yeah, no, no, like honestly. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, uh, go ahead and shout out anything oh, you would like um, to promote. Sure. I have, uh, you can check out my drawing account. It's uh, Dwenny Draws Stuff. So D W E N I E Draws Stuff, all one word uh, uh, on Instagram. Um, 
other than that, I don't really have a lot of things to promote right now. I just kind of wanted to come out, come on chat. I will be on a future episode of Ginger Flick, so you can see, you can hear me on that. And um, my fourth time, I think I'm trying to get into that five timers club before Dave does. So uh, if you listen to Ginger <laughs> Flick, you'll know what I'm talking about. And um, I think the uh, I think the very last thing is I'm, I'm, I have some stuff that's probably going to launch next uh, next year, 2021, God willing. So I will hopefully come back and uh, talk to you guys about that or even have you guys on uh, if if the stars align correctly. I mean, not 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 Liz. She's 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 tarnished the Canadian name too much. But I mean, oh, so much love. <laughs> I, I kid. I kid. It's always good to know a good. It's always good to know a pharmacist. <laughs> Pharmacy tech and not there. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacy. Look, it's closer to anything I've gotten to, so I'm gonna go with that. No. Once I get, I have a few ideas that I'm hoping to put together. So hopefully they come, they come, they come together, and we can can do some cross promotion and fun stuff at the same time. And I know Jesus wants to uh, has a proposition for me. Now that my wife is out of short shot, we can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome okay so go ahead and check some of that out everyone uh i i second that that account he has some wonderful art on there um and i'm i personally am looking forward to these interesting things happening um so yeah um i'll have all those links or that link below um but yes thank you for joining us today in this hectic final episode for the year look forward to next year i hope next year will be full of more joyful surprises for you and your loved ones bye everyone